Hello and welcome to the How to Hobby Podcast Christmas Special. I'm your host, John Power, joined once again by Sean Bennett, the man with the plans. And I just follow along like a little bit of uh, like a good buddy. And tonight <laughs> we're going to lay down all of the goodies that we that you're expecting out of a Christmas special. Sean's going to teach you how to become an elf and I'm going to teach you how to eat Captain Crunch. <laughs> my, my favorite Christmas thing yet is you say eating Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. my little that's my little Christmas uh, tradition <laughs> that I didn't lay down last week. But uh, first off, we just want to we just want to lay down what we got going on here. This is the How to Hobby Podcast. We have a couple things that you can stay in touch with us on. We have a Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram. What uh, a website, all the above. You can reach us at, at how to hobby podcast and how to hobby podcast.com if you have any questions or you want to say that Sean looks like the bomb. Uh, and I say that all the time to him. So thank you for joining us tonight. And Sean, oh man, you're just you're just the man. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty well. I have to admit, I kind of want to upload some newer pictures to the website uh, because I haven't shown the beard off to uh, any of our listeners uh, since I don't I don't have any personal social media accounts. Um, I haven't really showed the beard off to everybody unless they've seen me in person. So uh, I, I, I was going to say I was going to I was going to bring that in somehow, like how Sean's going to show you how to grow a beard. But then I thought maybe that would be a little bit too weird. <laughs> But. No, it's it's been a, a almost a year long project at this point of growing it out and and learning the process of it. But I've got a fairly decent sized beard going on. I'm trying to keep it shaped so it looks decent. So it's not it's not crazy long, but um, it's definitely become a fun little side project. So I, I'm just happy. I'll hit my year in February time is when I started growing it out. So uh, I'm I'm pretty close to it, but I'm I'm just in a good mood. I love Christmas time. I love this time of year. I know we talked about it on the last episode of just the weather and the darkness, and uh, it's just my absolute favorite. And I'll admit, my favorite part of this year's Christmas is it's actually going to be cold on Christmas in San Diego. Um, my brother and I were placing bets on an over/under of seventy-five degrees on what we thought because we swear it's always <laughs> it's always cold, and then Christmas it just gets hot. And this year we're finally going to have some rain and some cold weather. I think the high is like 58 on, uh, on Saturday. So I'm pretty stoked. I finally get a cold Christmas as cold as San Diego gets, as I should say. Wow. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I've been looking at sizing that up. We definitely have some rain, some chill factor. And I mean, you know, the 48 degrees, that's, uh, that's cold, ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty good that for cold. here. I'll admit, that's pretty good for here. Yeah, I was excited when it started getting down into the 40s. Mm -hmm. uh, even though it has ruined my, I usually am pretty proactive about getting up. But for, you know, during this time when, because me and my wife leave the window open mm -hmm. um, and it, it's just lets that nice little bit of cold air in. And you just, during the winter, man, when it starts to get down to the 40s, you can't get out of bed. It just nope. feels... You're like, oh, I'm so it's my happy place. So the last the last couple of weeks, my alarm usually goes off between six and six fifteen in the morning, uh, and normally I'm up and out of bed. And the last 
couple of weeks. It's gone off at six o'clock. I've rolled over. I've like turned it off. I've slept until 615. That goes off. And then I grab my phone and I lay in the warm bed for another hour playing on my phone or watching a movie or something until about seven, seven fifteen. And I'm like, all right, fine. I guess I'll get up and go to work. But uh, <laughs> this is a hard time to get out of bed when it's 40 degrees. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just get up and go to bed. That's a great way to put it. And uh, hopefully everybody's still getting up and and getting at it because at the how to hobby podcast, we, we always suggest that people get up and, and get the day moving. So Sean, you're still doing it. You're still grooving. And tonight we're going to be walking through some of our favorite Christmas movies to cap off the year here. Uh, we just want to enjoy some fun to kind of close out 2021. And Sean, I think, we, we've got another Esquire article pulled up here. Uh, <laughs> and we were just our jam. Esquire. Apparently Esquire will be the new sponsor to the how to hobby <laughs> podcast in another, in another couple of years here. But uh, we were just walking through some of the Christmas movies that they have. And we can link this down in the show notes. Uh, we want to hear what some of your favorite Christmas movies are. Some of them, I don't even know what they are, Sean, but there are uh, definitely a few that, uh, that I'm, that I'm into. Um, so we can just kind of talk through maybe, maybe our top three each yeah, and, and not spend too much time on the, on the Christmas movie. We're not just movie. I don't know. Is, is movie, are movies a hobby? I feel like they are. I think you can have movie buffs and you can have, um, definitely. I mean, my brother's in the film industry. And so for me, movies take on a different role now because I look at them differently. Um, whereas now I'm picturing what it's like for the PAs on set and what it's like for the, uh, this production assistants or for the camera crew. Like I look at them differently now, but it's definitely a hobby. I'm just, I have to admit, I'm so happy that they have Die Hard on this countdown because mm-hmm. anybody that says Die Hard is not a Christmas movie hasn't truly understood what the movie is. Uh, I think it is one of my all-time favorite, not even just favorite Christmas movies, but favorite movies in general. Um, so I, I have to say Die Hard, followed by How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the classic, the live action with Jim Carrey. Uh, is that I the classic? I, I, it's what I say, the oh. classic, because that's what it was when I was growing up. Um, uh, that's that's quote my classic Grinch, uh, and then uh, I have to say Home Alone is probably my last uh, for my top three, rounding out my favorite Christmas movies. Wow, um, man, you are well, and I have to just just break in before we dissect your your thoughts behind these these top three. Sean, I I saw a movie in theaters. I went and I saw the the new Spider Man, No No Way Home. Um, and it was, I did not get my eardrums blown out. So good, good. that means that they, they had it dialed. I sent you in first and, <laughs> and you got, you got some, you, your brain is now suffering, rattled, rattled but uh, they dialed it in for me and everything was fine. I did fall asleep um, because it was a late night showing. We, it started at, I think, 940. And you know me, man, I just dad time. Yeah, it's late night for a dad right there. Oh, man, it was. I mean, I was with it. I was with it. And then I've noticed that as action, for whatever reason, even when I'm at home watching movies with my wife, if there's action, something about like the constant, like maybe it's just my Mm -hmm. rhythm coming in. But, you know, they're like, and just like the crazy music. I just I'm like, oh, this is so nice. And I just fall asleep. (laughs) And then when they get back to the dialogue, I'm like, oh, is this? 
Oh, okay. Now it's time to wake up again. It's time to wake up, get the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a good experience overall. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you because I know you were, you and your Dune you yeah, were making Dune, me a little that jealous. One, that one was rough listening to it. I'll admit, I also uh, just wa- rewatched all three Matrix movies uh, in preparation Ooh. of the new one uh, coming out uh, what do you mean, on tonight? Saturday. Is this no, tonight? It's, I think it's tonight it's or tonight. Saturday. 12, okay. 22, 2021. Yep. yep. So I, one, I watched... One, two, 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 one. Oh, wait, no. One, two, three... two, 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 one. <laughs> I watched all three movies on Hulu to uh, remind myself what they were like so I can go out and watch the new uh, Matrix. So I'm pretty stoked for that. So you're going to see it on Saturday. That's uh, probably not Saturday. Probably at some point within the next week. Um but Chris, Christmas, once once Christmas starts, I'm probably just locked down at my house uh, with the way that my family does our Christmases. But um, I'm pretty excited for it and how they they put a more modern twist on it. Well, I, I can't wait to hear your review and then I, I'll be able to be there to uh, to jump in the ring with you. Did you see um, what was the other one that just came out? The new James Bond die 1500 lives (laughs) i'm actually not a huge fan of james bond oh man Um, i know they just never really it just you're the gun shooter you're the slinger i know i like movies more if it's going to come to guns it's more for me military style movies Mm. um not so much the kind of like spy cia kind of mi6 thing um that's it's cool, but it just doesn't quite jive with me as much. I don't connect with it as much. So James Bond's never okay. really been my thing. No, I like it. Agree to just disagree. It's always yeah. our MO here at the, at the, at the show. Um, <laughs> well, let's, let's dive into your top three, man. So you had uh, die hard as your yep. number three. Um, I, I haven't seen that movie in, in a, in a long time. So I don't even, I'm probably one of those people that, uh, but I think there's some Christmas stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and what, so I get about the movies, what's the common thread, break it down for our listeners. What are you thinking? My, my common thread, I guess. So die hard, just because I think it's a very classic movie. I love Bruce Willis. I love action movies. Uh, it's also the classic, uh, timeless tale of the good guy, you know, conquering the bad guy and, you know, coming through and winning, uh, also, the fact that they were able to do like 17 other diehard movies afterwards uh, is pretty <laughs> It's hilarious to me because you have like yes. the first diehard is him battling a terrorist. And then the second or the, the uh, I can't remember one of the last ones was him like crypto terrorist uh, terrorists and stuff. And it was just such a wild distance away from where the first movie started. Um, but I just like diehard. I like the the action, the how, how the Grinch stole Christmas. That's a classic for me because it came out when I was a kid. So it was like that classic Christmas movie of your childhood for me. That was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the the, the live action with Jim Carrey playing the Grinch. Uh, that is just one of my favorite all-time portrayals of the Grinch. And then uh, followed by Home Alone. I just think the the brilliance and also hilarious impracticality of the movie of... Uh, parents legitimately forgetting their child at home and flying to <laughs> another country and not even paying attention to it is so wildly inaccurate to me, but it's hysterical. 
when it happens in the movie. So I just I just like Home Alone. It's a good good uh, feel good movie. That's great. And so what are those on the uh, on the list there? It looks like uh, Die Hard's in the twenties. Yep, Die Hard's uh, twenty six. Home Alone is number five. Oh, which I would baby, <laughs> in the top five. Agree with. And then How the Grinch Stole Christmas is number twenty eight on the list according to esquire 28 that's beautiful okay so i'll i mean i love that i think uh all those are definitely part of the i mean anybody's real tradition of christmas but i'm just surprised how many movies are on this list because i think they have 60 um but i'll i'll take you through what some of my favorites um number three on my list uh, out of this list is actually the holiday and that's number 44. Have you ever seen The Holiday, number 40, Sean? Number 40. Let me get up there. I don't think I have. Oh, man. This actually. is a uh, romantic no, comedy. And oh, my goodness. Me and, me and Ali just watched it. it. It's just Jack Black at his best. That's all I need to really say. Just yeah, Jack Black, Jack at, his Black at his best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, walks in this video store. And he's, like, going. He's a he's a hollywood music buff so he writes he composes for mm. for uh screen, for screenplay and so he okay. walks into the like and he's just like pulling off movies off the shelf and and doing like opera and <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious he's like am i embarrassing you like it's just hilarious man so anyway uh that's a good movie it's it's funny and that's definitely my top three i just watched that one with ali and we nice. it finally came on to netflix and we were like so excited um but then number two for me is probably going to be uh i i do really like polar express personally i think it's a it's a great movie um and then probably my top top movie of all time is between oh i hate to put a betweener but it's between rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and a charlie brown christmas those are kind of like my two tops and they, they, uh, now I will say a notable mention listeners, white Christmas and Sean, I'll recommend it to you as well, because this is a new one. Um, I've known about the holiday. I've known about all of those other movies, the polar express. I own it. Um, and then I own Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. I'm showing my kids, but white Christmas is, I saw it two years ago and it is just, it's just a great movie. And I didn't even know because it, it came out in 1954 uh, and it's Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. And they just really, it just shows what was, what actors and professional, I mean, I don't need, it's not even like they're actors. They're literally like dancing and singing. They're doing like the full shebang mm-hmm. and um, what they're capable of. So if you guys are into, into more kind of, I, it definitely gets that homey vibe. Because for me, the common thread is I like things that are old. Now, with the exception of the holiday, because the holiday is pretty uh, new. But but things that kind of get get you in the mindset of thinking sort of old timey and mm-hmm. not as constant action. And this is going against your your diehard. <laughs> The, the exact opposite. I love that. The antithesis of the, the diehard movie, which is all about the action. Yeah, just more more calm, more um because when you know when action strikes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be full, falling asleep yeah, right fall there. Asleep. <laughs> it's 
That's awesome. Oh man. Well, anyway, so I think that's uh, overall a pretty good. I mean, I have you seen all those movies with besides the holiday or I I have actually not seen White Christmas. Uh, and for anybody that's number four on the list, I have not seen that. Um, the holiday had not seen most of the older movies. I don't think I've seen Charlie Brown uh, Christmas. I've seen Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't connect it as much because I watched it. I think when I was too young to really understand it, and I haven't seen it since. So it's it doesn't quite quite connect with me like that. And but what about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Yep, the Rudolph. Oh man! So my my memory of Rudolph is there was one Christmas where I was really sick and uh, I had the flu or something like that. Oh, and no. I remember uh, my brother and I shared, uh, we used to have a bunk bed and then eventually we took the top bunk off, which was mine. And we put them next to each other. And we had this old, huge, like Brown tube TV it took up like the whole size of the room is what it felt like when I was a kid. And I remember one year I was super sick and I just laid in bed and watched Christmas movies, VHS tapes all day long. And Rudolph, I think I played like three or four different times just over and over and over. And that's that movie is definitely stuck in my head as being there for me when I was having a rough day, mm. uh, Christmas and, and feeling sick as it's a rough time to not feel well. No, no, that's great. I see. I've had some of those and then, I don't even, I barely even like the movie anymore because it was such a bad sickness. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to be brought back to that area. Being sick almost ruined Empire Strikes Back for me. Mm. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> I was so into Star Wars that I watched it like all the time as a kid. And of course, when I was sick and I got the worst, the gnarliest flu. I mean, it was the worst flu of my life. Mm -hmm. And I got it around, I was probably between seven or eight years old oh my goodness it took me down and i don't know why it's almost like you got to have that one real bad flu uh -huh. before your body's like oh yeah i got this <laughs> but man this was not good so empire strikes back no no bueno on that one for a little bit i just had to it's like oh no this You're is scarred i was scarred that was me and naruto i had gotten really sick in middle school maybe and naruto was really big at the time and i watched i think something like 48 straight hours other than when i was sleeping of naruto and i burned myself out really oh. fast and i i've never watched it since i can't do it no. yeah it's funny how that our brains work that way that's another thing we'll have to get into one day but for the purposes of this Christmas special, let's keep moving on down our uh, our list of things that we want to we want to break down. Um, so moving on into our second part of the show here, and that's the what cooking segment, Sean. Yeah. Christmas special edition. So <laughs> everybody has things that they like enjoying. And I think the last time we talked about what's cooking, you were breaking down the Brussels sprouts. I was breaking yep. down the, the fall soup from Trader Joe's, but what's something that uh, you've been cooking up recently to, to really bring the holidays full circle? Something new actually. And it's, oh, I don't know yes. if you can call it cooking per se. Um, so my mom recently had surgery and she's having to stay on a fairly mild flavored diet, nothing too acidic, nothing spicy, uh, and also no dairy. And so, and 
she was diagnosed diabetic uh, a couple of months back. And so she uh, we're having to very much change on normal eating routines around the house to accommodate her healing and her trying to get better. And so I've adjusted some more meals. So uh, I made the most amazing ground turkey uh, turkey burgers the other day um, using basically just ground turkey, Worcestershire, garlic, garlic powder and onion powder. And it, they were fantastic um but in the the theme of christmas my mom really likes hot chocolate it's always been her thing hot chocolate and eggnog for her mm. but both to make them worth drinking you usually have to have some sort of dairy product and so and sugar so this year uh my or dad alcohol had, or alcohol <laughs> my dad and i decided Sorry. to try a uh new hot chocolate but make it non-dairy so it's oh. uh regular cocoa powder, uh, monk fruit as a sweetener, and then uh, unsweetened almond milk. And uh, blend it together in a Vitamix for six minutes because with the, the Vitamixes, that actually heats it up enough to essentially turn it into like, to like cook it. We actually make no soups. Way. Yeah, so the, the Vitamix blenders, you actually make soups. I've made pea soup. Uh, you can just leave it running for like six minutes and it actually gets up to like 160 degrees with the friction of the, the blades and you can make soup in the Vitamix. What? Um, it's absolutely insane. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. So we made this hot chocolate. You, it tasted like Swiss miss. You couldn't tell that it was almond milk. You couldn't tell it was monk fruit. It was absolutely crazy how good the chocolate was. So that's something I think we're going to wow. try and do more over the next couple of days. And even going into the new year is making the dairy free hot chocolate. So it's, it's just so good and it's so simple regular cocoa powder monk fruit and almond, unsweetened almond milk and it's delicious wow man yeah most things i feel like that's most things when you really break it down in the nuts and bolts it's so simple and you're like why haven't i been doing this for forever <laughs> yeah no that's exactly. great well i'm happy that you found a nice uh little kitchen hack there and i definitely didn't know that the vitamix was so powerful mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to get one myself. Um, what about you? What have What have you had cooking? Cooking, cooking in the power household. Well, we're we're trying to cook with fire. Um, I've been doing a lot of tonight. I did a, a ground beef recipe. My daughter has been really into different ground beef things. Um, but that's not, that's not very holiday esque. So I need to, I need to figure out my, my holiday drink here of choice. I mean, my wife is definitely into the, the eggnog. Okay. So we've been doing that. Um, as far as we're getting ready for the big, I kind of mentioned this last episode, if you didn't hear listeners, but we're getting ready for the big Holy supper. So I went to the store, I got all the courses I've got them broken down now. So there's a cabbage course. There's a, a barley and succotash course. There's a rice course. There's a peas course, but you're kind of getting the theme, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty humble. Yeah. Um, and then it's, then it's, and then there's some uh, mushroom course. And then uh, you kind of finish off with the, with the star of the show, which is the pierogi. And so we're going to make those on uh, Thursday. So tomorrow, nice. which is, which is super exciting. Uh, it's a big, big moment. We get to do it all together. We'll probably get my daughter up there and get her running with it. Um, and you kind of make it, 
there's like a whole process. You drop them in the hot, the boiling water, and then they float to the surface and that's when they're done and you get them out and put them on the, on the tea towel. It's, it's a fun process. It sounds so like fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So you always do that the day before, and then you put them in the fridge. And then okay. when you actually make them, you saute them up with butter, garlic, and some onion and more butter. And then you, you kind of get them browned and that's when you serve mm. them right off the, and they are, Ooh, they're good. <laughs> what's, what's but, it, what's in a pierogi? Break that down for anybody who's not sure what that is. Uh, it's just, it's just potato. It's like a potato dumpling. You can add some okay. cheese. You're not supposed to add cheese because it's supposed to be a non speaking mm-hmm. of non-dairy, it's supposed to be a non-dairy meal, but we cheat and yeah. we, uh, we put a little bit of cheese, not too much, but a little bit. Um, but yeah, you make the, the dumpling itself. It's like flour, typical okay. dumpling, like flour, um, egg and, and water. And then, um, and then you, you put the, you surround, you fill that with the, uh, potato filling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's pretty, it's a great little, little family tradition that we've been doing. And, uh, definitely my favorite thing to eat. And I'm trying to think if there's any other things that I'm, that I'm really stoked on the cooking. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the Turkey myself. Uh, but I've been, I've been pretty, pretty lame recently in the, in the kitchen. I did just do my big Harissa chicken, um, and sweet potato roast that I do, which is pretty, pretty tasty. I should send you that recipe, but, um, yeah, you pretty much make like a, harissa spicy um coating like it's like a sauce and you and you pretty much lay that all over and marinate the chicken and the potatoes in it and then you roast the potatoes and that and then you make a yogurt sauce and a um uh some veggies as well to go on top so it's not so um dry but the chicken thigh when you when you really roast chicken thigh with the bone in, it's bone in okay so you it gets to so juicy and, and supple and it's really quite tasty. So that was something I did the other day. I was pretty happy about, and we cooked up, uh, we baked up my famous chocolate chip pumpkin bread, mm. which is my wife's favorite. And now she you're, was, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have to do that a couple times per, per year. Um, not just during the holidays, but especially during the holidays, it's quite good. So that was kind of what was on the, the menu over the last two weeks. And yeah, I think we're, we're pretty much ready. I, we got everything ready. I can't wait to, have you ever just done sauteed cabbage and, and, uh, butter? Yep. Yeah. My, oh my we used to do, we haven't done it in a while just cause of high sodium content, but we used to do a, uh, cabbage and, oh, what is it called? Um, it's just like German meal with, um, like cabbage and, oh, I can't remember Schnitzel? what it is. No, I can't remember what it is. It, it's the meat that like pulls off and it's, you usually cover it with like rock salt. No, I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it, but it's, okay. it's a meal that we used to do a lot. And uh, we used to do cabbage in there. You know, for cool. the, the first time ever, I actually went into a Williams Sonoma. I had never, oh my I had never been to one. They only ever shopped on their website. But my brother needed to go get some stuff for Christmas for his girlfriend, and we he was like, "Hey, you want to go to Williams Sonoma?" And I was like, "Uh, yes." So, <laughs> what what what'd you think? 
I really liked it. Um, my my shop has always been Sir Latab. That's always been my favorite place to go for any kitchen thing. And I've always gone to William Snow's website, but I had never been to one. We went to one at the UTC mall in La Jolla and it was it was pretty cool they were slammed so it kind of makes it hard to see everything uh, that they have because it was everyone Christmas shopping but it was it was pretty cool to see their full selections yeah they're well I feel like Sir Latav and and William Sonoma are kind of equivalent but yeah yeah I think William Sonoma is a little bit bigger and so it's it's pretty nice when you really want to touch something that's a cooking utensil that you never can mm-hmm. yep. and give, gives you that idea of size and scale and Ooh, buttons. I, my, <laughs> one of my favorite things in there is like when you go over to the coffee section and yep, you see all the espresso all the machines, yeah, all the different sizes of espresso <laughs> machines. You're like, what in the world? Why would you need like this big? Of, it's got everything. I, I mean, unless you're opening a Starbucks or something, but yeah, maybe that'll be our next venture. The how to hobby coffee store with Sean Bennett. <laughs> I could get down for that. Sean, I, <laughs> yeah, that would I'm be pretty a, sweet. I'm a coffee fiend. And uh, I was actually just talking with one of our friends, Matt, uh, about I have this like innate interest in working in a coffee shop for some reason. I don't know why, oh. but I ha- I have this draw to like the classic because i really want to get an mba so like dropping out of work going full-time to school working at a local coffee shop like doing that classic movie student thing of working in a coffee shop and going to school i don't know why this just gets glorified in my brain of wanting to do that so i definitely I'm, at some I'm, point i'm behind it sean do it anytime <laughs> you want <laughs> well uh, i think this is a perfect time to transition into our our new year's travel plans that we have going because this is going to be the last, sadly, the last episode of 2021. We're bringing it out now. We didn't want to ruin the mood too early, but now it's, it's coming out. We're going to be finishing off the year with this episode. So we're going to talk you through our new year's travel plans, things that we have on the books. Sean, I don't know about you. I am one of those people where I start planning the year Uh, practically a year in advance i don't know why but Mm -hmm. um obviously you know you got to leave a little spontaneity but i think with where we're at in our careers and with what we have going on it's nice to be able to put some things on the on the calendar early and make sure you got it blocked off because you want to do it right there's no reason to to i mean i i already have a deposit down for a trip i'm doing in next summer so (laughs) oh i know what you mean there yeah planning ahead that's great man so where so where are you going uh, I am going out to just outside of Spokane, Washington, uh, in Eastern Washington state. Um, something that I, a, a hobby that I'm really interested in getting into is, uh, hunting and, uh, hunting for food. And that's something I, I'm working on trying to do everything I can to get more involved in that. But the scariest part for me right now is growing up in San Diego, I don't know what it's like to actually break an animal down once you have uh, killed it and actually providing it so that you can put food on your table rather than just going to the grocery store and hand paying someone else to have done it for you on a, a cow. And so I found there's a school in Washington state. That's a four day course. I'm going to be going June 1st through 5th next summer uh, where they teach you rifle skills, bow skills, wilderness survival skills, uh, map breeding skills. And then the final days you actually break an animal down uh, into its pieces as if you were going to 
pack it out to take home and then they cook one giant feast for everybody using that that animal uh and and what everybody actually cut down and harvested themselves so wow yeah i'm sean once again <laughs> just pulling out all the tricks you you always do everything that i want to do and i don't know how you find it but man like i said I, at the I'm, you, episode, I'm just gonna keep hanging on those coattails <laughs> i'm telling you podcasts everything everything that i've ever done mm. has almost always come from a podcast this was from the wild fed podcast with dana vitalis who also has a, a tv show of the same name he was interviewing bruce who runs this school in washington and talking about it and i was like this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Wow. And so I looked at the school and I ended up actually talking a couple of days later with Bruce, the guy that was interviewed for the podcast and um, talked about my interest, where I'm from, who I am. And he was like, look, I think this is the perfect opportunity for you. I think you should really consider doing this. And it was within minutes that I went in and put my deposit down. Cause the crazy part is wow. it's also, incredibly affordable for the entire trip. I mean, you get three meals a day using locally sourced and forged ingredients from the lands that they actually have their uh, property in their property. Like it's just a magical thing for a, a shockingly good price. So I'm incredibly excited. Wow. For it. Do you have a website that we can let the listeners know where to, where to you know, go? You sure. know, I mean, I mean, I'm just asking, I'm asking for a friend, Sean. <laughs> a friend with the initials jp that's um, right <laughs> uh, it is uh it's the nature reliance school um, wow okay so cool actually no that is not that's not true that's another outdoor school that i'm currently working on going to i will i will uh pull up the website for you while Perfect. we while well, you talk about your travel plans let me just say i am so proud of you for taking i always think my trips are cool and then i listen to your trips and i go <laughs> on mine are not as cool but that's awesome man happy for you and hopefully man i mean i mean I'm, i might have to just jump on the bandwagon here that's unbelievable um and i so let me let me ask you this have you ever found some before i go into my uh my travel plans for the year mm -hmm. um have you found any uh, any things that are fun to do in San Diego regarding any of your hobbies? Uh, I have a little bit. So okay. for me, guns, going to all the different ranges around here is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm currently working at building an AR-15. So I I built it. I broke it. I need to fix it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't hear you broke it. No. Yeah. So I, I in essence, um, didn't install something correctly. And when I cycled oh. it, it uh, decided to eat itself. So I'm in the middle of trying to get that fixed. Um, but yeah, I know there's, in terms of hunting, there's actually a surprising amount in San Diego County. If you go out towards the deserts, there's actually some bighorn uh, sheep hunting out there. Um, and then I've also become a part of the BHA, the Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and they're an organization nationwide that, it's all about public lands and teaching people about them, but also holding classes and get togethers. And so I went to a really cool brewery night with them a couple months back where we got together. I got to meet really cool people. I actually got to sit next to, I think we talked about it. I got to sit next to, um, 
uh, Marty Scovland from Black Rifle Coffee. He's their editor in chief for their magazine. And I was like, Ooh. I was like, I was so starstruck. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like, I was, I love your coffee. <laughs> I was like, I, and I, you I, love me. I was like a little kid meeting a superhero. <laughs> it was so funny uh, how nerve wracking uh, the experience was, but it was still really fun. But wow, um, good for yeah, you, I'm, man. I'm doing what I can to try and make make my hobbies work in where I live. So San Diego is a tough one for some of the stuff I'm into, but I'm making it work. Well, uh, let me know when you hear the next thing from a podcast that's related to San Diego. I'm, I'm interested. I'm all ears, but, uh, yeah, no, my new year's travel plans. Let's see. I've got, um, me and the family, we're going to new Orleans here, uh, to start out the year, which is going to be fun. Seeing, seeing the sites, probably going to do the world war two museum out there, go to cafe Dumont, Jackson square, walk around magazine street, the garden district, there's a lot of great things out there, man. So yeah, Nola is a lot of fun. Did that a few years ago. It's it's oh, a blast. Yeah. yeah, there's some good and just I was just looking up like coffee shops. You know, we've we like coffee here at the at the show. And um if we did a morning show, man, it would it would be it wouldn't be possible. <laughs> We'd be so hyped up. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> have, have you have you talked with Matt uh about Nola? Have you ever mentioned it to him? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah Cause he, he's got he's his big, girlfriend has family out there. So he's, he's a got fan. a lot of tips and tricks for Nola. I'm going to just text him again, just so I can pick his brain again. Yeah. Cause I did it the last time I went, but I'm going to, I'm going to hit him up. Um, but so we're doing that beginning of the year. And then, um, March, I am doing the Sedona mountain bike festival. Again, I did that in 2020. They didn't mm-hmm. have it this year. Actually they did. They had it in November of this year, but I couldn't go cause November is pretty busy. So, mm-hmm. um, March of next year, it's going back to its normal time. So going to be mountain biking out there in Sedona, very, very fun riding out there. And it's a, just a weekend of great times with some of the buds. I've already got an Airbnb. Nice. Um, so really excited. It gets, I think it's going to be quite a showing because most events that have taken place post COVID have been, you know, people are like, Oh, I, I want an event <laughs> gearing so, up or getting involved in something. Yeah, exactly. So, um, let me think any other things toying with a potential Mexico trip in February, but we're not sure yet. Nice. Um, and then I don't know, oh, oh, an East coast trip in the summer. And that's as far as we've, we've gone so far. So we're going to go out. My family's in the East coast, um, on the East coast. And then we're going to go up to New York city, see my brother. My two brothers are in the major cities out there, Philadelphia, New York. So that should be fun. And hopefully throughout next year, you can look forward to hearing more. I mean, Sean, you want to know all about it. (laughs) Oh yeah, I I definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) And I found, I found the website. So it's humannaturehunting.com, humannaturehunting.com with Bruce Glenn. Uh, and I'm doing the awaken the hunter course. Um, so can you, can I, you post that in the show notes so I can yeah, take it yep. down and I will, I will throw the link in there. Uh, it's, it's going to be an amazing class. Uh, I am, I am incredibly excited for this. Oh man. I'm excited for you. Uh, and that is June, June one through five. Oh my goodness. What yeah. a man you are. I'm so <laughs> impressed. I just going to check out the dates here so I can, well done well yeah, done. we can we can definitely talk more about it and everyone should check it out too um we'll also link uh to the show notes of the wild fit podcast where i heard about this uh so you can go give it a, a listen to 
top top Sean's top podcast picks 2021. <laughs> Yes, Wildcat Podcast definitely uh, up there for me for a podcast well, right now. Sean, let's let's close out this show with an amazing moment here, which is something that we 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 thought up just just off the cuff, but it's our top hobby moments of 2021, and I think this is just a great way to end out 2021 for the listeners. Uh, get them excited for for hobbies. And so what's your, what's your top moment? My nothing this year, when it comes to the hobbies and putting myself out there will even come close to touching, hanging out the side of the helicopter with an air 15. Um, I think that definitely <laughs> touches the top of the top of coolest experiences I've ever had um, going through that when I was out in Texas back in February and we have an episode where I talked about that and the, the, uh, streaming and, uh, shooting podcasts where we just got, just got back from that trip. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, go, go give it a listen, but that there is nothing quite that makes you feel as alive as holding a suppressed AR 15 with, two feet inside of a helicopter, your shoulders leaning outside of it, strapped in with nothing but a little tiny seat belt, uh, shooting at steel targets uh, as you fly by 50 miles an hour. Uh, it's just, there's nothing quite like that, that feeling wow. for me. That was definitely, definitely on my top Ooh. hobby moments of 2021 was, uh, was being out in Texas. Man, I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> It almost was yesterday. I feel like, but it feels like you, it. you need to post post one of those photos again, and uh, get the get the people. It, just give them a taste. Just give yeah. them a taste of what it was like. Cause man, it looked it looked angelic up there in the in the heights. Uh, I'm gonna go with something that is so cliche, Sean. But um, <laughs> my top my top hobby moment of this year has actually been starting this podcast and keeping Ooh. keeping it going throughout the year because i know whenever you start a, a passion project a new hobby that that you may be trying to put together you know there's a lot of things to overcome and there still is a lot of things to overcome with, mm -hmm. with what we're doing here what we're trying to put down but uh for me it's been a, a wonderful experience just to be able to get on get something put down on paper written in stone once a week with a, with a good friend. And, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. It's been uh, something that I've really enjoyed throughout the year. And that's why it's my top pod, my, my top hobby <laughs> moment of the year. We've got to do a podcast episode on starting a podcast. <laughs> Just the, the whole meta, uh, hobby within a hobby, uh, uh, thing, but yeah, I would say that's that working on this podcast has been so rewarding, so much fun just to, to put our ideas on paper. And I mean, you and I would talk before we started this, we would talk at least a couple of times a week for an hour or two in the middle of the day, just touching base on life and everything. And it's been really cool to, to share this space with you and our listeners to, uh, really come together and and see what it's like to to start with an idea and then a year later actually watch it turn into you know almost 20 episodes on, on a podcast it's really really cool especially when we see our listeners and where they're coming from and it's just been a very rewarding experience yeah 
I second that. So we just want to, as we're closing out, we just want to extend our thanks to all those who have listened to this podcast over the last year and do not fear. We will be here again in 2022 to bring you with some top notch hobby extraordinaire moments and Sean's going to be traveling the world like he always does. I'm going to try to keep up and we're just going to continue to break things down with you each and every week, like we've been doing. And and hopefully again, if you, if you have questions or you have comments, constructive criticism for us, for the podcast, for the things that we're doing and putting down, feel free to reach out to us at our socials and through our Gmail and or how to hobby podcast.com, which is where you're going to get, see all of our information first and foremost. And we have a bunch of um, ways you can get in touch with us there. So we want to thank you for another uh, listening to another episode and wish you a Merry Christmas, a happy new year to all you listeners out there, your families, and let's get up, get up and get ready for another year here to come. Remember to take chances, make mistakes. That's what we do every single day, Sean and me. And he's going to be eating some amazing food next year. I can guarantee you as he goes out to Spokane, he's going to be getting, getting dirty. Sean, I'm excited to hear more about that. I am too. I'm excited to get out there, live life and experience some things that, uh, stories that I'm going to have to tell when I'm older. Uh, That's what I'm, (laughs) that's what life's about collecting stories to tell when you're older and around the campfire. Well, and who knows how long this this story is going to go on. That's for sure. So let's keep exactly. it rolling. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, take care. And to all your listeners, goodbye. <laughs>